are back with the first episode from our upcoming fall season. The biggest movie of 2023 wasn't any of the endless Marvel movies or Indiana Jones or other franchise movies. They all couldn't come close to being the ultimate franchise buzz, Barbie. Barbie has put up with all the pretenders for 64 years. Will you still need me? Will you still feed me? When I'm 64. We still need the queen of being swell, perhaps now more than ever. Craig, please take us back to the early years of Barbie and welcome our guest. Thanks, Gary. We're going back to the first five years of Barbie from 1959 to 1964. We're going to let commercials that Mattel saturated the airways with about Barbie guide us through our memories that will not fade away about the great and one and only Barbie. Greetings to Candy Smalley and Pixie Jones. Candy owned a first year Barbie and Pixie will tell us about one of Barbie's most terrifying early adventures. Barbie, you're beautiful. You make me see my Barbie doll is really Barbie's small and so petite, her clothes and figure look so neat, her dancing outfit rings the bell, at parties she will cast a spell, purses, hats, and gloves galore, and all the gadgets gals adore. Barbie dressed for swim and fun is only $3. Her lovely fashions range from $1 to $5. Look for Barbie wherever dolls are sold. Someday I'm gonna be exactly like you. Till then, I know just what I'll do. Barbie, beautiful Barbie, I'll make believe that I am you. You can tell it's Mattel. It's swell. I remember when I got my first Barbie. Uh, she came in a box and had a stand and I remember how cool it was that you could actually stand your doll up and she looked like a real person. Uh, she had her black and white striped suit and her blonde ponytail with the curly bangs and uh, sunglasses. And it was just a unique experience, but I really didn't know what to do with her. So most of my time was spent with getting outfits, changing her outfits. Uh, I had a, my mom made some outfits for her. I had a neighbor friend whose grandmother made some outfits for her. And so she had quite the wardrobe and I would dress her and change her outfits. And once I got her changed, I'd go to the next outfit. Uh, Pixie, uh, what can you remember about when Barbie first entered your life? I have no idea what age I was when I got my first Barbie. Probably I was between seven, eight, nine years old. Um, all I really remember about the Barbie playing with her was just the clothes and I was crafty and my mom sewed and so she sewed Barbie clothes and I learned to sew Barbie clothes and I think most of mine were just like handmade from scraps you know that my mom gave me from her sewing. Um, I did have 
uh, the Barbie case, which was this little flat rectangular case, and it had a little column or, or compartment on the side that Bobby Barbie fit right in, and then you had all the room that you could put all Barbie's stuff, all her shoes, and you know, Barbie ended up having a lot of accessories, and those were just little things you could collect along the way. So the little case, it had a latch, and it closed, and it had a little handle, so you could carry it wherever you wanted to go. So you could go next door and play Barbies with the neighbors, or you could take Barbie with you to try to sneak it into church, but that didn't work. <laughs> but anyway, you could carry her everywhere you went, in the car, if you had to go out in the car. All right, very good. Uh, I'll just chime in with this. You know, I don't know if it, uh, people can relate to how much money you could spend on Barbie. Uh, the c commercials that I've researched, the doll itself was $3, but each outfit was anywhere from a dollar and a half to five bucks. That was a lot of money back then. And, and, for, and I think that's what, le what lended itself to so many people learning to make their own outfits because the basic Barbie was uh, uh, not too much money, but if you're going to outfit her and compete with the uh, Joneses, you had to uh, uh, figure out a way to do it while your parents were not spending all their money buying Barbie dresses. Gary, do you, can, do you have anything to chime in on? Yeah. Um when my daughter was a little girl, of course, she had Barbies, several Barbies, and um, I'd always buy her stuff like the car and the motorcycle, and I would play with her. I always loved playing with my kids, but when we played Barbie, it seems like all I ever got to do was change clothes. <laughs> put this dress on that Barbie, put that dress on that Barbie, change Ken's outfit, and I go, but Ken's only got two outfits. And so... Um, I, I was always trying to make a move to say, hey, Ken needs to take the motorcycle down to the store. Not yet, Dad. you got to change his outfit. And you haven't changed that Barbie's outfit. So all my recollection of Barbie is kind of like you talked about in the very beginning, Candy. It's changing outfits, with, apparently was a big part of playing Barbie, because that's all I ever remember getting to do with my daughter. We, we did get in the car and go places every once in a while, but most of the time we spent playing was changing outfits. Well, it, it was definitely a big part of my time with Barbie because when Barbie first came out, there were no cars or campers or, you know, things to to use with Barbie. So we pretty much just changed outfits. It all started at the dance. Barbie, the famous teenage fashion model doll by Mattel, felt that this was to be a special night. And then it happened. She met Ken, and somehow she knew that she and Ken would be going together. So now Mattel brings you Ken, Barbie's boyfriend, with a complete wardrobe of perfectly tailored clothes of unmatched quality. Now Ken and Barbie meet for lunch at school, go to fraternity parties, and just relax together. Think of the fun you'll have taking Barbie and Ken on dates, dressing each one just right. You'll find Ken wherever toys are sold. Look for this special tag that tells you he's the genuine Ken. Get both Barbie and Ken and see where the romance will lead. It could lead to this. And remember, you can tell it's Mattel. It's well. Candy, tell us if what 
kind of change or you remember about Ken showing up? With all honesty, I think uh, the coming out, so to speak, of Ken was more exciting to me than getting Barbie because I had been introduced to Barbie and we had done a lot of clothes changing, but for her to be able to have a boyfriend was really, really exciting. Uh, I did get one of the very first cans, and unlike what most people grew up with, my can did not have plastic hair. It had just kind of a fuzz. They called it flocking. It was glued on the head of Ken uh, for the hair, and very quickly, the more you played with them, the balder Ken got. So my Ken's had bald spots, uh, but Ken didn't have a lot of outfits. So there were a lot of, uh, you know, changing swimsuits and going to the beach in my mind. Uh, but Ken was definitely a welcome addition to my collection. Okay, Pixie, what do you remember? I don't recall having a Ken. My Barbie, my Barbie flew solo, so <laughs> I, you know I could have had a Ken, but I think all my Barbie adventures were more with Barbie than with Ken. Okay, uh, what I would say about this and checking out, you know, and watching all these zillion commercials they had out at the time that. Uh, you know, it was endless. You know, Ken came along, well, okay, but Barbie needs a friend, so Midge came along. And Mattel was nice enough where Midge and Barbie both were the same size, or I think the parents probably would have revolted and, and <laughs> because the expense would be, but you could, and of course the deal was you could put different outfits on both of them and they would all fit. So Midge came along, and she would go and hang out with Ken and Barbie. But then a couple years later, they figured out, well, now, wait a minute. Midge needs a boyfriend. So Alan came along. Alan wore the same size that Ken did, <laughs> which is pretty amazing. But that was true, too. So they could wear the same outfits. And then a year or two later, Barbie's little sister came along. And I'm going... Where in the hell has she been? <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, did she just drop from the sky? But, th but then you go through the rest of the Barbie legacy. There are all kinds of different Barbies, new characters, different ethnic groups. It would be interesting to know how many actual versions of Barbie uh, or other characters they've been in the last 64 years. Gary, do you have anything to add? Well, and, and I'd probably um, it'd also be fun to research and see how many different jobs and careers and you know she had. Cause I think I do remember my sister having one where uh, she was a flight attendant, and then so I would think modern day Barbara yes. would be would be pilots now. You know, uh, fortunately, um, and I think that it it proves what you talk about Ken losing his hair that Barbie was a handful <laughs> <laughs> that, that kind of added to poor Ken's balding uh, maybe, maybe prematurely too you know so anyway, that's about all I've got to say about that what's going on here a house warming right now Mattel's famous Barbie has a brand new dream house 
with special furniture that's fun to put together and even a sliding door that really opens. Inside, there's a big new closet with hangers for all the Barbie costumes you buy. Best of all, Barbie's new dream house is lots bigger now. You can actually change the size and shape of the rooms, like this, or this, or lots of other ways. You'll love Barbie's wonderful dream house. It really is a dream. And here's Barbie's fashion shop, the perfect place to have fashion shows with Barbie, Midge, and Skipper. When you're through playing, the fashion shop and Barbie's new dream house both fold up so you can take them with you wherever you go. You can tell they're Mattel. That's well. Okay, one of the most exciting things I think when I was uh, growing up was <coughs> getting the dream kitchen and dinette. Uh, in my time, there really wasn't a dream house uh, like people know of, but they sold this uh, dream kitchen and dinette, and it had lots of little fake food. The stove actually worked and had a turkey inside that you could take in and out that was on a rotisserie that would spin. You could add water to the dishwasher and wash the dishes. And it was, that was, the refrigerator was there. And um, when I'm leaving one of them out because there were four of them, but that just lent itself to being able to actually play with them a whole lot. And Barbie could cook dinner for Ken and Ken could wash the dishes. and. It was a lot of fun. It led me to, though, getting creative and creating my own Barbie house, and I would make sofas and chairs and all sorts of things, and my whole floor, the length of my room, became a home. So that was probably where my, I lived most of the time after that, was uh, creating and actually going through life with Barbie and Ken and Skipper later. The Skipper being the sister. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, Pixie, what can you remember about anything other than Barbie herself? I just remember all the things you could do with her. She was so petite in size, you could build your own house out of shoe boxes. <laughs> and it took so little material to make anything for Barbie. And I remember Barbie being at the picnic table outside and we had this tree that had these beans and we had the little Barbie dishes and we would make Barbie a picnic and those types of things. <laughs> okay, very good. You know, one of the amazing things about Barbie is I, I'm sure that Mattel had a staff that all they did, especially when Christmas rolled around, was think of new things that Barbie people had to buy. And, you know, yeah, there was a dream house, there was a kitchen, there was actually a theater that you could buy with costumes for the productions, scripts for the plays, uh, uh, you know, a stage, the whole bit. There was a uh, uh, fashion studio where Barbie could do fashion shows. Of course, that required all new high-end fashion stuff to wear during the fashion show. The list was just endless of the things that they would add. Barbie and Ken and 
and uh, Midge and Alan would go on vacations together. Well, yeah, two things. Uh, actually, some of my most funny, fun Barbie moments with my daughters when I got to build the house because I did enjoy that a lot. And she she appreciated that because we use all kinds of different things that she had collected through her through a toy box there to build these houses. But I do have one question for you because I know. We had a little dinette table, and I know she'd go, okay, put them at the table. We're going we're gonna to eat now. And I, I never could get them to sit at the table because they only bent at the waist. Their legs didn't bend, and they kept falling out of the chairs, and I'd get in trouble for that. How did you get around that? How did you get them to actually sit at that table? I put my Barbies sideways. Ah. <laughs> legs... <laughs> Went and Ken's legs went out. Yeah. Uh, they did come up in later years with Barbie and Ken's that bent, but okay. I didn't have that, so they always kind of sat sideways. Okay, I wish I'd have known that. That would have helped me about uh, 20 <laughs> years ago. Someday, maybe you will be an airline stewardess like Barbie. Coffee to your milk. Or a school teacher. I'm going to have to keep you after school. A movie star? All right, darling. Just one more autograph. A fashion designer? Basic black is always so chic. Or a nurse? Ballerina? A mother? Or even an astronaut? Wait a minute! Change my mind! Now you can be all of them with Mattel's wonderful new game called Barbie's Keys to Fame. It's all about the marvelous careers you might have someday. The spinner points out your key to fame, and when you have the key and the right set of cards, you'll win an exciting Barbie career. You'll love Barbie's keys to fame, especially when you play along with your Barbie and Midge dolls and costumes you can buy. It's Barbie's wonderful new keys to fame game. You can tell it's Mattel. It's swell. All right, well, we're going to uh, kind of uh, head in a little different direction because Barbie was really, I think, the gift of all great toys. They lended themselves to a child's imagination. And Barbie was the perfect one to be whoever you wanted her to be. And uh, Pixie is going to tell us a story about uh, Barbie that uh, will be the height of suspense for this episode. <laughs> well, when I was that age, you know, eight or nine years old, uh, we lived in this neighborhood that was full of kids. And um, we had these little boys that were about our age, eight or nine years old, that lived next door. And all the kids always hung out and played together. And so one day, we were playing outside in the driveway between our two houses where the little boys lived, and I had my Barbie with me. Well, the boy next door comes up with a frog, and he starts chasing all the neighborhood girls with the frog up and down the driveway. So I'm running with my Barbie to get away, and he's catching up with me, and he's got the frog and he's trying to throw, get the frog on me. So I turn around and I just raise my Barbie like a sword. And you know how Barbie was just skinny and long? And uh, 
I have this Barbie between us, and you know, Barbie had a lot of sharp edges. She had little bitty sharp hands. I mean, she could have been a weapon. <laughs> and uh, she had those pointy, pointy feet, you know, because they were always ready to slip into her high heels. And uh, at some point, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm backing up, and the boy lunges at me with the frog. I respond by jabbing the Barbie forward to try to get him to go back. By this time, I think the frog was totally stressed, and he'd had enough of this activity, and he promptly peed on my Barbie. <laughs> That pretty much diffused the situation, and of course everybody scatters just squealing because it's so gross. And uh, we had no garden hose, I mean we had a garden hose, but Barbie, that was, um, that was not good enough for her. For her heroics and saving me from the frog, she got a luxurious bubble bath in the kitchen sink and then a fresh dry outfit. So there we have Barbie the bodyguard. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That was probably before Barbie had any kind of career at all. <laughs> I could have been a groundbreaker in that respect. My Barbie. Well, after that harrowing experience, let's have some final thoughts. Pixie, what do you think about Barbie in general? Oh, I think Barbie's awesome. I know our our young daughter when our daughters were young, they had Barbies. Um, I mean, they played with them like most little girls do. <laughs> and uh, but now there's Barbie spawned a whole industry of other types of dolls too that a lot of probably were p more popular when our kids were younger. But Barbie was definitely a groundbreaker. Candy, why don't you kind of mention? You know, you had the very first Barbie. How she kind of passed through all the generations, and how she she finally met her demise. Demise. <laughs> well, uh, I did have you know the Barbie and all the clothes and stuff. And when I was through playing with them, they went in the attic. And when my daughter Stephanie got to that age, they came down, and she played with them a lot. And we added to them with the uh, Barbie dream house and the big Barbie van and when she was done it all went up in the attic and then when my granddaughter was old enough Chelsea uh, they came down again and Chelsea played with them and so did my other grandkids and they just kind of she all the stuff hung around until just about four or five years ago and everybody's now grown and I didn't know what to do with them and I was downsizing so I put them in a garage sale and had I waited until now uh, I probably could have made a whole lot of money off of it but <laughs> I hope somebody got to play with them and enjoy them like my kids did. I collected uh, baseball cards with great uh, detail in the late 50s that probably would have been worth a lot of money today that my parents when they moved out of their house decided they needed to go in the garbage so you know life has its twist the other way but as far as barbie herself i think that it's just the iconic uh through the generational toy story that tops them all all the creativity over such a simple premise 
I think whoever Mattel thought up, let's make a doll that kids can dress. Uh, if they didn't give him the biggest bonus ever, I don't know who deserved it more. But truly an amazing story. And, of course, today the Barbie movie's out. And I just wonder how this will renew all of this and how long it will last. Gary, what do you think, kind of, and we can wrap things up. Well, you know, I, I remember Barbie when my sister played with them uh, when it first came out. And, um, and then, of course, I said I spent a lot of time playing Barbie with my daughter. And um, I th I'm sure part of it had to do with young girls, you know, before 12, say, playing with them and, and being able to pretend to be older, which, of course, we all did that as children. You know, it's always been part of... Uh, our, our hurry to grow up and of course then we become grown-ups and we go why do we rushed up to this you know uh, so I think Barbie has been a been something for young girls probably to enjoy for so long because it was a way to to pretend to be older and and, and have you know drive cars and have houses and do all those things that they couldn't do when they were 8 to 12 years old so I think it's healthy I think it's great uh, I think the movies a good reason resurgence in it and a good way to to keep her going for another 60 years or however long you said it's been around so yeah I think it's wonderful I agree with Gary on that I think one of the reasons that Barbie was such an incredible success for Mattel was that she was really the first doll that girls had to play with that wasn't a baby doll and Barbie was glamorous and that was the fashion was the thing and yeah you had all the clothes and and then Barbie progressed to be this person who could through the 60s as women evolved Barbie evolved right with them you know Barbie got a job Barbie got a career and I think that's why Barbie has sustained and why she's been such a great thing for girls all through these these years I totally agree. I think Barbie has been almost that thing that has made a lot of young girls realize they could be successes when they grew up, and I think that's marvelous. Well, Candy and Pixie, I want to thank y'all so much for joining us today. Um, this was one that uh, Craig and I were basically here just to kind of tee up the ball, and you guys hit it down the fairway. Um, because y'all's memories are so much better. But it's interesting in that not only did, did young girls enjoy that, but, but even Craig and I kind of remember some of that. So it's, it's been a larger-than-life um, creation. And uh, it's, just, it's been fun to revisit and talk about it. And uh, here's to the future success of Barbie. Uh, Craig, thanks once again for being here. Uh, we look forward to you joining us for season two episode two which will be coming up pretty soon and remember our memories will not fade away <laughs>